and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers. With a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Where no matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. Of course, the truth is God's word. And the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. I'm Brian Moonen, sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. Today we're going to be talking about trials and blessings. We all go through trials. We all go through trials. And went through some today trying to get this equipment to work to record this podcast. That often happens when you're trying to serve the Lord. Praise God, everything is working now. And I want to read a few verses about trials just to encourage you. And we're going to focus today on how we need to set our heart toward God during the times of trouble and during times of blessings. Also, we're going to be talking a little bit about giving and receiving, and the ultimate giver is God, and how God owns everything, and how He owns us, and how we are to focus on Him as the unspeakable gift and the ultimate giver of all good things. 2 Timothy 3.12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Now, that, of course, comes when you're serving the Lord, Jesus Christ. When you're preaching the truth to people, to those who don't want to hear it, we will suffer persecution for that. First Peter 1.7, That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Our faith... And the object of our faith, the Lord Jesus Christ, so more precious than gold. And we're going to see in a little while that God himself created all the gold. God owns all the gold. He owns everything, including us. And he is the ultimate dispenser of all things that are good. And he is the ultimate provider. First Peter 4.12, Beloved, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Uh, We're not guaranteed a walk in the park. We're not here to be entertained. We're not here to have your best life now. Our best life is in heaven with the Lord. Praise God. Um, If your best life is now, you have a big disappointment coming. Our Lord suffered. He had nowhere to lay his head. His followers suffered. They preached the truth. They preached the gospel. They were beaten, scourged, and stoned, ultimately martyred for their faith. And then down through the ages, Christians who followed the Lord have followed suit 
And as the times grow darker here in this country, we may see more of that. The trials do come, sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes health concerns with your family members. There can just be so many things that try us um, on a day-to-day basis in life. And if you don't have the Lord, it'll bring new meaning to the word lost. You could be lost with all these trials if you didn't have Christ, if you didn't have the Lord Jesus Christ with you and in you and comforting us with the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And how sweet that is to be comforted by God himself. Romans 5, 1 through 6. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. And this verse uh, can be a big encouragement when you're going through trials and tribulations, so to speak. We're told to stand. We're told to focus on Jesus. And that's what makes it all worthy. No matter what we go through, if your heart is fixed upon God, you will have peace. And God is in control. God knows what's happening to you. God knows what's going on with your family members. He knows what's happening with all the lost people that are around you and and all the different trials that are coming upon us in this world, things that everyone faces, losing your parents, losing children, no matter how hard it seems. God is in control. He understands what's going on. God owns everything. God owns us. Psalm 50, 10 through 11. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. Job 12, 9 through 10. Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? You know, we wouldn't wake up each day if it wasn't the Lord's will. Every day that we get up, we should thank God for another day and set our heart toward him and give of ourselves and try to serve the Lord in the Spirit, in the, in the Holy Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. We can't do it in the flesh. First Chronicles 29, 10-17 talks about King David. The Lord had told him he wasn't going to build the temple, but that his son was. And so David was allowed to gather all the gold and silver and iron and the cedars of Lebanon and all these different things he secured that were going to be donated or given to the work of building the temple. And David said this prayer unto the Lord after he had given thousands of talents and you know thousands of pounds, so to speak, of gold and silver and all this, I mean, unspeakable riches. Wherefore, David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. 
Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand is to make great, and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. But who am I, and what is my people, that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. For we are strangers before thee, and sojourners, as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. O Lord our God, all this store that we have prepared to build thee an house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand, and is all thine own. I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart, and hast pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of mine heart, I have willingly offered all these things, and now have I seen with joy thy people which are present here, to offer willingly unto thee. See, it all belongs to God. Praise God for people who can have an upright heart. If we have the right understanding of where everything comes from, it's not hard to give. You can give of what you have because you understand it's God's to begin with. You're just a steward. You're just a temporary holder of that, and we are supposed to use these things to God's glory. If you see something that needs to be done, pray about it, and maybe God will allow you to step in and be the one who helps with that. It doesn't matter how small it is or how large it is. It's between you and God. If you have little, give of your little. It means, it means much to the Lord. If you have much then much isn't really much to you. <laughs> you can give of what you have, and God knows your heart. That's what's important. God knows your heart. And it might not seem like much to you, but to somebody else, it may be the help they need. And God will get the glory for it. And we also need to be, if you're on the receiving end of some blessing or somebody's help, you can't be prideful and reject that. It may be God's way of helping you in answering a prayer. You can't be prideful and say, well, I don't want that help. Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. But in that equation, somebody has to receive or else there's no such thing as giving. We have to humble ourselves when when we repent and receive the gift of God's Son. You have to be humble to receive a gift with a true heart to complete that process. Otherwise, there's no such thing as someone being blessed and having fruit added to their account for giving to God's work. So it goes both ways. And God does know our heart. He knows what's a need and what's not. He knows He knows the perfect timing for everything to come about. For all the prayers and supplications that we bring to the Lord, there's always an answer. Sometimes it's keep waiting. Sometimes it's yes. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's not now. And we just have to have faith and keep asking, keep petitioning the Lord with a pure heart. 
don't ask upon don't ask out of your lust for you to consume earthly things if it's for the work of god if it's if it's in his will he'll bring it to pass it still has to be in his timing and we have to have faith and we can't lose heart we have to just trust in our lord he owns everything he controls everything and he knows what's best for us we don't really always know what's best for us do we if you tried to plan it all out, believe me, it wouldn't work out right. God is good. God delivers. God gives. God supplies. James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Everything God does, everything God gives, is perfect, good and perfect. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's a gift. It's a free gift. We've talked about it on many episodes of this podcast, Truth Dealer Radio. By his grace, we are saved through faith in Jesus Christ alone. It's a free gift. Praise the Lord. It's a gift. He gave his only begotten son. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. John eight twenty three. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. Jesus Christ is from above. Jesus Christ is good and perfect. He always was and he always will be. Hebrews 5 verse 9 through 10. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him, called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. John 6:51. Jesus Christ said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Praise God. Praise you, Lord, for doing that for us. Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus gave himself for you. He went to the cross willingly. He laid down his life. And that is the ultimate gift, the unspeakable gift. John 15, 13, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Philippians 4, 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Praise God. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. If you have any questions about today's program, please write to Brian at KJVPrepper.com. Visit KJVPrepper.com for Christian apparel worn to warm. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. We um, oftentimes may take our eyes off the Lord. We may look at all our circumstances and think, well, we don't have enough for this or... 
we would want to do this, but we don't have enough room. Right now, presently, my family, we would like to have a bigger house. We're trying to pray about that. And God knows how we could use that space for his glory. God knows there's things, ways we can benefit for that to make all the work more efficient, save time. There's a lot of different things that can happen through that. And we just have to wait on the Lord. That's all we can do is wait on the Lord and pray and ask and seek and knock and wait. And if the answer is no, it's no. We're still thankful. We're still content with what we do have. What we do have is more than most people. And we know that. We're thankful for that. And we praise God for that. But as you know, when your family grows and things are going on, lots of changes. That's life. That's part of being blessed with children and having a family, you know, and being blessed, being able to homeschool and two businesses and ministry work. God can do anything. God can, this is what I'm trying to get across. There's no prayer that's too small or too big for the Lord to answer. And he cares about us and his purpose, his plans for us are good. So whether the answer is yes or no, it's for our good. So we need to submit to that and follow that and be content with that. And so we praise God either way. And what, like I said earlier, wake up each day and thank the Lord for what we do have and that we are here and that we have the chance that we're saved, that we have eternal life, that Jesus Christ gave himself for us. These are the important things. Then there's always other things going on, trials and people getting sick, little children that are sick, families that are in pain going through a lot of things. It's very hard to see it happening. And I would just ask you to pray for the Lindsay family and their son, Michael. He has cancer, brain cancer, and it's now in his spine. And please pray for that family. They are a Christian family and they have asked for prayer. And you pray for them and you wonder why. There is a reason though. We just don't know the whole story. But if we focus on Jesus, all things will work out for for good to those who love God, Romans 8, 28 says. God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Jesus, by Christ Jesus. Not all your want, not all your toys, all your need. We need to give, if we give to God's work, it needs to be out of a pure heart too. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars. If your heart's not pure, what's the point? And we, when we're asking for things from our Father in heaven, and I don't mean things like tangible things, so to speak, but there's needs, healing, things we want to do, things we, plans we might want to go forward with or whatever the need may be. Those petitions, those things we ask for also need to be out of a pure heart. Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And it's such a blessing to know that God is faithful. He's faithful. Psalm 37, 4, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. See, God knows our heart. 
He knows and he loves us. He loves us and he loves to give us good things, good gifts. He gave us his only begotten son, the ultimate, the unspeakable gift. So all these other things are worthless in comparison. And it doesn't mean we need to be name it and claim it and have material wealth be the focus. But there is such a thing as serving the Lord and being blessed. And Job was blessed. And there are many examples in the Bible of people who follow the Lord and the Lord blessing them. And in comparison to heaven and eternal life, it's nothing. But our God loves us and he delights in seeing us with a pure heart rejoicing. And in a lot of the ways we can rejoice, it's a lot of times over answered prayer. And a lot of times what we've gone through here personally, you can be going through a trial on one level, something terrible can be happening and you're just clinging to the Lord, waiting for the storm to pass, so to speak. And in, the, in those times, sometimes God will answer another prayer. And it's like his way of showing you sometimes just his love that, you know, he does hear you. He is answering prayer. He is there for you. And praise God for that, that he's so loving and he's so He's there. He's there for us all the time. That's why we're supposed to be in prayer without ceasing. We're supposed to be fellowshipping with him and just have your heart turned toward him all the time throughout the day. No matter what we're doing, it should be to glorify God and we should be fellowshipping with him, spending our time with him. And that is what he desires. Psalm 24, 4 through 5 he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. See, it's okay to receive a blessing from the Lord. We're blessed in so many ways, We're breathing this air. Not that the chemtrails are so wonderful, but any kind of food to eat, clothes and raiment, let us therewith be content and praise God. These are blessings. Psalm sixty-eight, nineteen: Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Selah. Acts 20, verse 35. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. And as I said before, you can give, someone else can receive. Someone else can give, you can receive. Then you can take some of the, what you received and give to someone else. It's a ongoing process. You shouldn't hoard what somebody gives you. If somebody gives to your ministry or to your family or for some reason they give you something as a gift, share it. Share with others. Give to someone else that's in need more than than you. And God knows your heart. In all matters, he knows your heart. James 5.16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And it's such a wonderful feeling to pray to God. When those prayers are answered, just the feeling of love that you have, the security in Christ, and just, it's a relationship. 
and God is there. He's, he's our Father. He's in control, and He's got it all under control. And so many times when we're going through a trial, it's like people refer to it sometimes as a valley, or like when Peter was slipping down into the water. You have the feeling like, save me, Lord. Like, oh, what are we going to do? He's got it. He's already got it. He's holding, he's upholding us. He's with us. And of course, I'm speaking to saved people. If you're lost, you're not his child. You need to repent and get saved. You need to believe the gospel, lay down your idols, and turn to the living God and ask him for forgiveness. Ask him to forgive your sins. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. So when we give out of a pure heart, there is fruit that may abound. And the Bible says we can reap bountifully. Philippians 4.17, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Paul is saying he needed some help and he mentioned some things. They're going to send along some help. He was rejoicing that, you know, by their being so giving and giving to the ministry, giving to the work of God, that they were going to reap the rewards and the fruit would be added to their account too. And this is why it's more blessed to give than to receive. And he recognized that truth that the Lord Jesus Christ himself taught. And I'm not talking about this name it and claim it, so so you're seeing all this false word of faith garbage. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. See, it's so that you can continue the good work. It's not so you can hoard and have all kinds of garbage all around that you're not going to take with you. It's so that you can do the work of the Lord and be sustained and help others and then go forth and help other people in small and large ways. If you have the means, that's what your mission is. If you're hoarding, it's wrong. doesn't matter if you're low class, middle class, upper class, whatever class. You can be quote unquote poor and you can be still be a hoarder. And you can be greedy and covetous. It's sinful. Because the woman that we're going to read about, she threw in two mites. She wasn't a millionaire or she wasn't a rich. It mattered what was in her heart. She gave out of her need. So if she gripped onto that and didn't give, that could have been covetous also. But the Lord recognized the condition of her heart, not the amount, the condition of her heart toward God and toward his truth and his work. Mark twelve forty two through 44. There came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them, Verily I say unto you that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in of their abundance." But she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. It's amazing. (laughs) Praise God for such a loving heart. 
It's a biblical principle. It's not a formula. God is not your puppet. It's not like the word of faith, sow your seed and then, you know, give this and you're going to get that next week. That's garbage. God is not obligated to give you a return on your gift of faith. But you will have fruit added to your account. Will that be in heaven? Will that be spiritual growth? That's fruit too. I mean, we're not talking about money and possessions. We're talking about giving. Giving can be anything. When I say, when I'm talking about giving, it can be giving your time. It can be helping an old lady that needs compassion and help and needs someone to talk to and have spend time with and love. The love of Christ shown to the person. Serving the Lord is what, it's, is what giving is. Luke 6, 30. Give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. And Luke six thirty eight, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. And again, unlike the name it and claim it people, you have to understand this is not only talking about giving money. But there are, there are also material things that need to be dealt with in life too. We all understand that. And that is a convenient way to give. We can't do things here, ministry things. I can't produce gospel tracts without money. If you want to give toward that, you know, don't send me potatoes. That's how I order the tracks. If I send potatoes to the place, they're not going to make any gospel tracks. So there are some things that you have to do in this world. We're in the world, not of the world. Things that don't get done without that. You know, paying for websites, equipment, microphones, or building a studio. Yes, these are things that you need capital. You need money in this world. But serving the Lord can be any manner of ways of things. And just encouragement, prayer. You can pray for people. They don't even have to know you're doing it. That's giving to the Lord too. Giving of yourself, giving of your time. And praise God for people who pray for us and pray for other true ministries. People that are trying to hold to the word of God. Acts chapter 6 verse 4. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Praise God. We must be content through blessings and trials and keep the focus on the Lord. We must be content. Whether we're going through trials or blessings, we must be content. And if we're focused on the Lord, we will, we should be content because he's the ultimate. He's the unspeakable gift. Philippians 4.11, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. First Timothy 6, 8, And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Hebrews 13, 5, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Amen. He is our gift from God, and we are to be content because he is with us. He will never leave us. He is there with us and for us. And he's faithful. 1 Corinthians 1.9, God is faithful 
by whom ye were called under the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise God. And this is the, the truth that I want you to cling to through the trials or through the blessings. Because if we lose sight of the Lord during the, the good times, woe unto us, because he is the source. And if we take the focus off, you're going to invite Satan in to twist your mind and bring in sin into the camp. John 6, verse 65, and he said, and Jesus said, and he said, therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. You can't even come to Jesus unless it's given unto you by the father. That's saving grace. It is a free gift It is not of our works, and praise God that he gave us his only begotten son. And no matter what we're going through here, in this world, in this time we're living in, if you're saved, if you have that unspeakable gift, if you are born again, what we have to look forward to is our best life with him in heaven, eternity, not now. And this will encourage any believer, Luke chapter 6, verse 20 through 24. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, And cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. But woe unto you that are rich, for ye have received your consolation. Woe unto you that are full, for ye shall hunger. Woe unto you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. Woe unto you, when all men shall speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. There's a contrast there. And I don't believe that's teaching that in order to be a good Christian, you need to be poor. Because I do believe God can bless and he will prosper his people how he sees fit for such a time as this. But I do believe this is teaching us not to set your heart on those things, not to covet. In Psalm 62.10 says, if riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Set not your heart upon them. We're supposed to set our affection on things above, not of things of this world, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. We're not supposed to set our affection on the things of this world. It's clear in the Bible. Colossians 3.2, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. No matter what happens here, no matter what his plan is here, to be accomplished in each of our lives, whether it's with our finances, our health, our family members. It's for his glory. The focus needs to be always on him, on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the focus does not need to be on us. That's why if we think, well, we would like a bigger house, we would like a new studio, ask God. If it's in his will, he'll do it in his timing. If he doesn't, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who's in control. He needs to be in total control, and we need to be thankful for everything he's given us. 
most importantly so for his son and for him drawing us to his son and for him giving us the truth in his word, the truth, Jesus Christ, and then serve him every day with the life that he's given you through the Holy Spirit that he's given you. Second Corinthians 9.15, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. And we do give thanks unto God for his unspeakable gift for the Lord Jesus Christ and all that he's done and all that he will do. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8, Jesus is Lord. Praise God. He saves souls. He forgives sins. He's the maker of heaven and earth. He owns all things, God and heaven. Without him, we can do nothing. So focus on the Lord, no matter what you're going through. He will get you through. He will provide. He will get you to that next step. And check your heart. Check your heart with the Lord. And I would just pray that you continue to seek the Lord. If you're not saved, if you're someone that's listening that doesn't know if you've been born again, I'm going to put a link to a Bible study about salvation in the description. But I just want to thank you for taking this time to listen today. And this was a little different, this show, but I really just wanted to encourage you. And I know we've been going through a lot here, and I thank people for their prayers. It's just um, been challenging. But we thank the Lord for all that He has done and all that He has given through His Son, Jesus Christ, and just the salvation of all those in our family. There's others that we're still praying for. And I'll be praying for you, um, for, for our listeners. And we thank you. And we thank God for you. And we all have so much to be thankful for, to God, um, for His Son, Jesus Christ, and just for the chance to serve Him here and now. And I encourage you to share this show and just to get out there and be bold and witness. Thank you to everyone that supported kjvprepper.com, our business, Christian Apparel, Worn to Worn. If you do want to help to support Truth Dealer Radio, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you join us next time. God bless you. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.